everyone and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast. Um, as you can see, I am by myself today for this one. So there's a few different reasons uh, for this. One of the most prevalent is because this is an important month, an important week for myself. And it has a lot to do with the impact this time of year has on my mental health. And as a mental health podcast, I think that's important to talk about. Anyone that's seen uh, my podcast before or knows me um, as Up for the Challenge on Twitch and other places on YouTube and um, various other platforms um, as a mental health advocate and facilitator will likely know parts of my story. And that is that back in late 2019, just before the pandemic hit, I lost my wife to brain cancer. Now, it was made so much harder for so many different reasons. Around the same time as my wife had um, been diagnosed with brain cancer my sister had been diagnosed with breast cancer these coming very close to each other um, my sister got the all clear luckily and my wife ended up getting the diagnosis of terminal then the world in general as well as my world seemed to fall apart. We had two years of lockdown and pandemic issues. This was very shortly after I'd lost my wife. I'd taken time off of work because what else am I going to do? And I had um, only just gone back to work and then we were thrown into lockdown. And so for a year, until I sold the house, I was living in a house that I legally was not allowed to leave unless I was going for a run or getting some shopping, the house in which my wife had died. And so my psyche, my, my mental health was destroyed. Now this I've had my issues with mental health over the years. This isn't new to me, but there is as, as if something snaps. And in fact, somebody I knew at the time said, because they, they basically said, look, man, we've got, a, we've got a hangout. I want to make sure you're okay. And I met up with him and he said that it was as if something inside had broken. And it did. It did because part of me, part of the better sides of me that I think maybe some people think of me online, think of me in my mental health quests, are the kindness and the greatness of my wife. Why is this important at this time of year? Well, this month should have marked six years wedding anniversary for me and my wife. 
This should have been six happy years. And this week, well, end of this week will be that wedding anniversary. And the closer it draws in, the harder it gets to do anything, to function normally, to sleep properly, to not get angry at everything, to not break down at everything, to in any way keep myself together. This gets really hard. I think this is something so few of us talk about when we've lost someone. Is it when it's a loved one like a partner? We of course miss them every day. Their absence is very obvious to us. They're not there when you wake up in the morning. They're not there when you come home. You don't have to make them a cup of tea when you go and make yourself one. You don't argue over who has most of the covers. You see that they're not there every single day. But there are certain dates in the year become harder to deal with. For me, I have five. I have five. My birthday, because I would celebrate that with her. Her birthday, of course, <clears throat> never helped by the fact that her birthday is in, is American Independence Day. And so when so many of my friends, so many of the people I, I actually turn to and listen to when I'm feeling down, who are American, are celebrating Independence Day. And it crushes me more because that her birthday, that's, that's her day. Our wedding anniversary, of course. Because, well, because it's our wedding anniversary, it's the time I get to remember the day when it was, um, joined with the, the best person I know and have ever known. Valentine's Day, of course. Because why the hell would I ever want to think about Valentine's Day? I don't know, these are all out of order. They're not in chronological order, but my mind doesn't really do logical when I'm thinking like this. And then the end of the year on a date she died. And each time it gets hard. The worst two times of year for me are the day she died and our wedding anniversary because 
Then again, the first three was is us. It's remembrance of us. It's not particular to either of us, not a birthday. Of course, the day she died. Because as much as I want to forget seeing her when she had passed away, feeling the warmth on her cheek still there, much as it may be easier for me if I could just remember her earlier in that day when she was still with me. I can't. So as the days get closer, it gets hard. It gets very hard. It's one of the reasons I'm doing this. Because I know there's a few people that watch this, whether many or, or few do, I don't know. But I hope it, it'll help someone that maybe doesn't know what to do themselves in the same way, to know that they're not the only one out there. But also it's cathartic. As much as I know there's people there, I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to the camera. And it's hard to engage with your own emotions sometimes. Something I always tell so many others to do, but it's not easy. Because there's so many masks that you put up when you've lost someone. So many things you fight to push back because you can't deal with them impossible you don't have the strength to deal with it so you put on a smiley face but it cracks a lot the nearer we get to our wedding anniversary the harder it gets for me to wear such a mask Now, day after our wedding anniversary, in a week's time, we'll also be completing something that means a lot to me. It's been difficult recently. Some of you all know I am a marathon runner. I, I enjoy running, always have done. My wife was a runner, faster than me, at least a minute, maybe two faster than me, uh, um, a mile. But she never ran a marathon, something she always wanted to do. So next weekend, I will be entered as myself and as my wife. I'll be wearing both, both of our numbers with the trackers, meaning that officially on paper, whilst wearing mine and her rings with her, Ash is there with me. 
the records will show that we finished that marathon together. And she will have completed it. Now, I tried recently to do a marathon. Almost as a practice run down in Brighton. And I say tried because after 15, 16 miles, I had to pull out because of a chronic ankle injury. And I was actually put on crutches for a couple of weeks. At first, very scary because they told me that they thought I'd broken my ankle. Turns out I've just aggravated an old injury. But I've not had long to train for this marathon, which is a very up and down hilly marathon. And it worries me that I won't complete it in time. I will complete it full stop. I will not be stopped. But it worries me that I won't be able to do it to time. I'm sponsored for and helping a charity. The reason I worry about the charities is when my wife was in her final weeks, I asked her what I could possibly do because it's it's impossible to to know what to do the person you love is is fighting the person you you love is fighting to see so you can't see they're fighting something that you can't help them fight. You can't. You can't protect them. You can't stand in front or whatever it is, trying to take them down. And you're left not knowing what to do. So I asked what could I do? And I was told to help Brainstraps, which is a charity that I now raise money for. And every time I can't finish a marathon or I can't do something, I'm being sponsored to help them. It feels like it feels like I'm betraying her memory. It feels like I'm not living up to the one thing she asked me to do. And it's difficult. And I think so many of us who were left behind <laughs> deal with this kind of thing in silence. We don't reach out, we don't talk about it, we don't engage with anybody because, quite frankly, most of the time it doesn't help.
None of it can bring them back. None of it can can help with that. And that's all we want. There's no solution that doesn't involve the person we love being back with us. I'm trying to be as, as raw as I can be on here. I don't edit any podcasts. I'm certainly not going to do editing on myself. I do my best not to break down. Because I know for many others, I might be the one that they look at to be able to hold them up. But the walls just tumble down sometimes. And this month, this week, and on that day, is going to be hard. Always hard. Because we can't change things. So much of the things that I have personally done since the pandemic and since I lost her, like this podcast, like Twitch, like the charity, is her. And one of the worst things that hurts, and this might sound strange to people, but it's when people say you're inspiring. I'm not. I'm barely holding on, trying to remember the person who was actually inspiring. You saw every struggle, went into every battle, to every challenge, and fought to the point where she even made sure that I had something to do so that I didn't completely collapsed after she'd gone. She was inspiring. And I don't think I'm alone in this. So many people get this idea of you're an inspiration, you're inspiring, and it hurts to hear. Because I've done nothing. I've been marathons, I've turned a camera on and and raised some money for charity. That's nothing. It is Nothing. It takes nothing. I was a runner before. I talked before. And it it just feels like erasing her because she was the inspiration. She's the reason I'm still here in so many ways. So many ways. Me and my wife, I, I'd like to say I don't know what would become of me, but I do. None of it would have been good. Because I was ready to 
be where she is now. She stopped that. She helped rebuild me. She made... She made part of me. Not making me who I am now. Not the cliche stuff. She literally made part of me. Parts of me that are from her. So when people try and pick you up and give you all that, it doesn't help. I know for many people it seems like it would, but it doesn't. It hurts. It stings. This podcast today might be a little rambling, but I think it just needed to be done. I needed to talk about what's going on with me right now to have this time that I, I do occasionally but not often where it's just a podcast of me just having to listen to my voice and seeing how I am and how people that deal with mental health really are sometimes which is lost I will go to that marathon I will finish it and I'll do it in her name But I'm going to be lost this entire week. I'll be lost in the day. It's going to be difficult to function. It's going to be really difficult to function. Because part of me has to pretend that I'm not lost. That's difficult to do. For any of us that have lost someone. I don't really know how to wrap this up. Just wanted to bring people into me who is usually just a person asking some questions online. Just to give you an idea of why I do this and how no one is perfect. No one is without emotion. No one is a brick wall. Even when they might seem it, there's a lot more behind the eyes. Okay, guys, thank you for everyone that's joined me today. I don't know whether there's many, but... Yeah. Just thought it'd be good for some of you to see. Um, I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoy your week. Thanks, everyone.